It's time to get your news on. We are VK1 WIA. And this week, dare we say, we've got the dirty dozen appearing. Yes, we've got VK's 8ZZ, 3GK, 3BFG, 2LAW, 5GR, 4FUQ, 4SN, VK3, GTV, 4KC, 4BOB, 2APC, and myself, Editor Graham, VK4BB, with an exceptionally sharp pair of editing scissors this week, so we can fit everybody in within the 30-minute WIA news broadcast for week commencing July 9, 2023. Connecting Australian radio amateurs, the Wireless Institute of Australia, and the weekly news service continues. We are VK1 WIA. Good morning, members and other listeners to this, the VK1 WIA National News Service. The board of the Wireless Institute of Australia has accepted a well-presented proposal to hold the next annual general meeting in conjunction with a ham fest and an open day over the weekend 4 and 5 May 2024 in Bundaberg, Queensland. AGMs in general in recent years have been held virtually and the board considered that it would be beneficial to return to the format whereby the AGM is held in conjunction with a field day and commercial expo. The proposed date falls on a long weekend and that in itself is likely to attract a lot of interest. We are fortunate to be able to set a date so far out as it will give commercial entities time to plan and budget to attend the event. It will give the organising committee time to prepare for it and will provide amateurs time to plan a Queensland holiday to attend this fantastic weekend event. The Bundaberg Amateur Radio Club is in the process of drafting a program for the event. The WIA AGM will be held on the Saturday morning and a Hamfest and Open Day will be held over the two days of the event. The event organisers will make recommendations for a variety of accommodation types from camping grounds and caravan parks through to three, four and five star accommodation for attendees. Our membership system will open for bookings for this event later this year and I will let you know more details well ahead of the event. There will be early bird incentives for registering early. I'm very much looking forward to catching up and meeting as many amateurs as I can over that long weekend. That is 4th and 5th of May 2024. Put it in your diary. Now, on another note, the Wireless Institute are currently looking to fill a number of volunteer positions. In particular, we are looking for members with suitable backgrounds to fill or assist with the following positions. The WIA Regulatory Council, the WIA National Inwood QSL Manager, the Yota Coordinator, Wireless Institute of Australia Representative to the Standards Australia, Contest Manager for the Ross Hull Memorial VHF and UHF Contest, and a number of technical advisory committee positions, including the position of Chair. If you have interest in any of these roles, please forward your expression of interest and CV to secretariat wia.org.au. This has been WIA Secretary Peter Clee, VK8ZZ, for the WIA Board. And being a Sunday morning, it's back to you, Kempi. Thanks, Pete. OK, and being a Sunday morning, I guess we should check in with another one of the choir boys. Good morning. This is WIA Vice President Lee Moyle, VK3GK. The World Radio Sport Team Championship, WRTC, is an on-site ham radio competition held every four years. 
Previous WRTCs have been held in Seattle, 1990, San Francisco, 1996, Slovenia, 2000, Finland, 2002, Brazil, 2006, Russia, 2010, Boston, 2014, and Germany in 2018. This year it is being held in Italy as it was postponed last year due to COVID. This weekend, the WRTC runs alongside the IARU contest, which is also being held this weekend of July 8th and 9th, and several of the WIA call signs will be active. The contest begins at 1200 UTC Saturday, July the 8th, and runs through to 1159 UTC Sunday, July the 9th. Modes are both CW and SSB. Bands are 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres. The 2023 contest rules can be downloaded from the WIA website or from the link provided on the text version of the news. The exchange, IARU member society HQ stations such as VK3WIA, send signal report and official IARU member society abbreviation. Example, on SSB, 59 Whiskey India Alpha or on CW, 599 WIA. Members of the IARU Administrative Council and the three IARU Regional Executive Committees send AC, R1, R2 and R3 as appropriate. All other participants send a signal report and your ITU zone, which for VK1 to VK8 will be either zone 55, 58 or 59. Logs are due within seven days after the event is over. Electronic Cabrillo logs are preferred and can be uploaded directly to the web app at http colon slash slash contest dash log dash submission dot awrl dot org. Hope to see you in the contest. For now, 7-3 from Lee, VK3GK. Hello, I am Peter, VK3BFG. Amateur Radio Victoria is holding a three-night online tutorial using Zoom for the Foundation Licence starting next Monday, July 10, 7 till 9 p.m., Eastern Australian Time. The recommended text is your entry to Amateur Radio, available from the Amateur Radio Victoria website. As the delivery is online, anyone in Australia can participate. The cost of the tutorial is $60, and you can enrol via the Amateur Radio Victoria website. An online individual assessment service is offered at the end of the tutorial. Hope to catch up next Monday. I'm Peter. VK3BFG. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now with international news, Jason, VK2LAW. Hello. Leading this week's international news from Region 1 in Germany, the 46th annual International Amateur Radio Exhibition Ham Radio attracted more than 11,000 visitors to Friedrichshafen, Germany in June. The ARRL, the National Association for Amateur Radio, sent a small delegation to the convention greeting members and friends from the national amateur radio community and networking with other national radio societies. Mess Friedrich Schaffen Managing Director Klaus Wellman and Project Manager Petra Rathgeber were delighted with the success of the event. Ham Radio lived up to its reputation as Europe's largest amateur radio exhibition. This year's slogan, We're All About STEM, was brought to full fruition, with many activities focusing on work with young people, something that really brought in the crowds. For the kids, a technical scavenger hunt featuring 25 stations also, students were encouraged to try sending Morse code and pass the QSL card quiz. ARRL participated in the ham rally, challenging young people to name and identify the US states. 
A total of 392 participants, including 149 commercial exhibitors and international associations, as well as 243 flea market exhibitors, represented the unique diversity of amateur rodeo from around the world. To Region 2 in the USA, the Big Bang Theory antenna lives on. An antenna that holds an important place in scientific history sits on a small parcel of land in Crawford Hill in Homedale Township, New Jersey, USA. The antenna is known as the Homedale Horn Antenna and was built in 1959 by Bell Labs. It was originally designed to bounce radio signals off of reflective satellite balloons for long-distance communication. It worked, and the Homedale Horn Antenna was no longer needed. Two Bell Labs employees in 1965 used the antenna to search for radio transmissions in outer space. They pointed the antenna toward what was considered a quiet area, but what they discovered was anything but quiet. They discovered cosmic microwave background radiation, which provided evidence for the Big Bang Theory. Now, there is an historical marker at the site. In mid-June 2023, the Homedale Township Committee voted unanimously to approve resolutions that will begin the process of acquiring two of the three parcels that make up the Crawford Hill property. The Township Committee is leaving the third parcel to be a part of the redevelopment toward preserving Crawford Hill as a public park to celebrate the horn antenna's place in scientific history. The United States Navy knows what almost every amateur radio operator knows too. And sometimes the software that enhances your transmissions on HF needs a major upgrade. In this case, it's an 87.5 million US dollar upgrade for the Navy, and the work will be done on a long range surveillance system by Raytheon Technologies Corporation. The system is known as ROTHR, which is short for relocatable over the horizon radar, and it detects and tracks surface ships and aircraft by using long range radar in the HF part of the spectrum. The four-year contract will provide software enhancements, maintenance, installation, removal, integration and testing, amongst other things, and will be conducted mainly in Virginia and Massachusetts. ROTHR systems have been used to track drug smuggling and are in fact considered the government's primary form of surveillance in the war on drugs. To Region 3 in New Zealand, the NZ equivalent of our own ACMA, the Radio Spectrum Management RSM, their team recently attended the Comms Connect conference held in Christchurch on the 13th of June 23. RSM say Comms Connect is a fantastic platform for them to provide updates on the various upcoming projects and their timelines. Attendees gained valuable insights into the future plans of RSM, allowing them to align their own strategies accordingly. Furthermore, RSM took the opportunity to inform industry professionals about the latest developments surrounding the new register of radio frequencies. They reassured attendees that their concerns were being taken seriously and that efforts were underway to resolve any issues related to the new RRF. It was a great opportunity to catch up face-to-face with many New Zealand licence holders and industry professionals. Such open dialogues help foster collaboration and ensures that all stakeholders are on the same page, RSM said. For VK1WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Now, operational news, the Wireless Institute of Australia and the weekly news service. And don't forget, operational news, it's a contact sport. And contacting us this week, joining Felix, VK4FUQ, we'll have both VK4SN and Grant, VK5GR. Good morning. This is Grant, VK5GR, for the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group. 
On the 27th of July 1998, the Amateur Radio Experimenters Group was formed here in South Australia. Starting out with six members, the club has strived to foster learning and experimentation about radio communications through amateur radio. Now, 25 years later, and with over 100 members, we're celebrating our 25th anniversary with the activation of a special event call sign, Victor India 25 Alpha Radio Echo Golf. The call sign will be active from the 1st of July to the 31st of August. The aim of the event is to encourage everyone to get out there and experiment with radio. To support this, we are planning on operating VI-25 AREG on as many different modes as possible, and are creating an award certificate to recognise the achievement in making contact with us on at least three different operating modes. Our members are planning activations on HF, VHF and UHF via the troposphere, ionosphere, satellites and various analogue and digital networks. We'll be active both from home and portable, with a focus on parks activations within the WWFF program. You'll find callback events are planned using D-Star, DMR, Fusion and IRLP with QSOs possible on the satellites, CW, voice and digital modes and hopefully even one of our high altitude balloon flights, weather permitting. Special commemorative QSL cards will also be available via OQRS and an electronic award certificate is planned for people who supply evidence of having worked VI25ARIG on at least three or more different modes. This is an event designed for everyone, everywhere to get involved. Seek us out and give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. For more information about our activities, head over to our website, areg.org.au. We hope to hear you on air on our 25th anniversary. 73's from Grant, VK5GR, on behalf of AREG. Hello there. Let's open the DX window. Entries for the April-June period of the Ted Powell Memorial DX Challenge are now open until the 14th of July. This contest was developed by the Fisher's Ghost Amateur Radio Club in memory of Ted Powell who became a silent key in 2014. Ted's passion was working radiax in collecting QSL cards. At the time of his passing, Ted had worked 301 entities and confirmed 300 by QSL cards. If you have worked in DX over the past three months, head over to the Fisher's Ghost website and submit your entry. As with all URLs and points of contact in all editions of WIA National News, see our text for more details. Best read on wia.org.au. Listen for the special course on IL3P on the air until the 30th of September throughout the Italian region of Veneto. Be listening especially on the 28th through to the 31st this month as the team activates Palestrina Island, IOTA EU131, holiday style, and participates in the IOTA contest. CQIC.com for QSL details. The next RSGB IOTA contest is but a high tide or more away, 29-30 July 2023. Croatia. Special event station 9A150 Tesla is QIV during July, celebrating the 150th anniversary of Nikola Tesla's high school education. QSL direct to 9A7R. Sea of Peace. This award, be listening for DL50SAP, was first awarded by the Amateur Radio Organisation of the former German Democratic Republic in 1958 and has been continued by the DARC district Mecklenburg, West Pomerania since 1991. Special event station DL50SAP will be QRV till July 31, marking the 65 years of the CFP Award, QSL via LOTW. Now contest-wise, July 15. Trans-Tasman Libyan Contest next weekend. 
Hi, this is Alan, VK4 Sierra November, with information for the upcoming Trans-Tasman Contest. During a recent ZL contest I participated in, some ZL operators commented that they were looking forward to working across the ditch in the Trans-Tasman. The contest will be next Saturday on the 15th of July. There are six hours of fun starting at 0800 UTC until 1400 UTC. That's 6pm to midnight local time on the East Coast. There are three by two hour blocks where reworking is allowed per band per mode in the new block. Using 160, 80 and 40 metres, an operator can use SSB and CW or Ritual PSK. Exchange the signal report and a serial number starting at 1. Categories include single op high power, single op low power and single op QRP plus the multi-operator stations. QRP is 5 watts or less, low power is 5 to 100 watts, high power is 100 to 400 watts. Please submit Cabrillo 3 version logs within 7 days to vklogchecker.com or email to the manager as per the rules. VKCL Logger is still in use and does produce the correct Cabrillo format. M1MM users can download the user-defined contest from my website vk4sn.com under contests. All information is on the WIA contest page. Good luck and hope to work you. This is Alan, VK4, Sierra November. Trans-Tasman Lubian Contest next weekend. Oh, and dare don't forget, the next RSGBIDA contest is 29-30 July. August 12 and 13, Remembrance Day Contest. This contest commemorates the amateurs who died during World War II and is designed to encourage friendly participation and help improve the operating skills of participants. It is held on the weekend closer to the 15th of August, the date on which hostilities ceased with Japan and the southwest Pacific area. August 26-27, a Lara contest. Contest is always on the last four weekend of August. Wilds work everyone. OMs work wilds only. October, Oceania DX, OCDX contest. Phone. The first full weekend in October each year. 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. CW. Second full weekend in October from 0600 hours UTC Saturday to 0600 hours UTC Sunday. Log deadline for all phone and CW logs, 31 October. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Enningham. From here, there and everywhere, you've tuned to the Wireless Institute of Australia's National News Service. We are VK1WIA. Now, special interest group news with Cole, VK3GTV. Hello, welcome to the segment. First up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group News, Summits on the Air, Worldwide Flora and Fauna Program, Parks on the Air and other adventure groups. SOTA, the Summits on the Air Ireland Group has organised an activity weekend this weekend, Saturday the 8th and Sunday the 9th of July UTC, coinciding with a similar event in Wales. It's taking place in the Wicklow Dublin Mountains based out of the Irish Mountaineering Hut in Glenlock County. The group is looking forward to contacting SOTA activators, chasers and all amateurs, not only in Ireland but abroad. Now from the mountaintops to the water's edge, Boater, Beaches on the Air and VK4KC puts his toe in the water for us. Beaches on the Air is an award scheme for radio amateurs that promotes portable operation from beaches. It is a global program that has been operating since 2016 
and is starting to gain momentum in Australia with a number of recent activations on the East Coast. Living in a country renowned for our beaches, it is ideal to combine portable ham radio operations with the beauty of our beaches. Here are some more positives about the program. You can find beaches that are dog-friendly. Bring the family along and whilst they are playing in the sand, swimming or reading a book under the cabana, you can play ham radio. Take advantage of the salt water effect, especially with vertical antennas. There are thousands of beaches already in the system and if the beach that you want to activate is not in the system, then there is an easy way to add it. To participate in the program as an activator and or as a chaser, please register at beachesontheair.com. If you would like more information, contact me, Marty, VK4 Kilo Charlie, and you can find my email address on my QRZ page. Hi, this is Bob, VK4BOB. With news from the tropics up here in far north Queensland. The first recent combined Cairns Amateur Radio Club and Tablelands Radio and Electronics Club outing was a great success. We started with a group briefing at the Atherton Emergency Services Depot before heading out in various vehicles to our two locations. We had six members at the Lake Eacham site, only 30 metres from the water's edge. We set up in a public area with lots of walkers, picnickers, swimmers, yes, in June, up here in far north Queensland, and one young lady wearing a barely-there bikini who caused a short break in transmissions. The public location meant that we had to be very careful with our antenna, so we erected a 40-metre end-fed half-wave strung up through one tree to another tree. Not ideal, but it worked. Our IC7300 fed into an RM Italy linear, putting out about 200 watts. The mic was passed between each of the hams to get their tally of QSOs up to 10 for the VKFF award. Stu VK4STD had arranged to have the VI10 VKFF special event call sign for the day. He'd got lots of attention, not the least caused by the mouthful. Being in a valley, the operators had to work for their QSOs, but managed contacts with all call areas from VK1 to VK7 plus ZL. Our other group of seven members headed up to Gillies Lookout. Fortunately, four-wheel drives are the vehicle of choice up here in far north Queensland, so once we turned off the wonderfully named Boar Pocket Road onto the muddy narrow track up the hill, amusingly referred to as Madigan Road on the map, it wasn't too hard. Just engage four-wheel drive low and off you go. There was only one challenging section to drop a wheel into a hole while catching the diff on the peak. Otherwise, it was mind the ruts, keep going forwards gently and minimise wheel slip. The chosen location was just back from the removable fence where hang gliders sometimes launch themselves. The view from there is nothing short of sensational at 600 metres above sea level, looking over a valley to other peaks in the Great Dividing Range. Of course, this amazing location meant it was cool, constantly windy and drizzly. All 13 of us had a great day out in the country, had fun playing HF radio and meeting each other. We're definitely going to do it again. Till next time, that's it from Bob VK4BOB. Thanks, Bowitz. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Astronomy. 
In a highly anticipated and globally coordinated announcement on Wednesday, June 28, teams of scientists worldwide reported the discovery of the low-pitch hum of these cosmic waves flowing through the Milky Way. While astronomers don't definitively know what's causing the hum, the detected signal is compelling evidence and consistent with theoretical expectations of gravitational waves emerging from pairs of the most massive black holes in the entire universe, weighing as much as billions of suns. The European Space Agency's Euclid spacecraft launched July 1st from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. Euclid features a telescope 1.2 metres across equipped with a camera operating at visible wavelengths and a near-infrared spectrometer and photometer. The two-ton spacecraft will operate at the Earth-Sun L2 point, also used by the James Webb Space Telescope, 1.5 million kilometres from Earth, generating the largest and most accurate 3D map of the universe to date. Astronomers hope that Euclid's observations will shed light on two of the biggest mysteries in cosmology – the nature of both dark energy and dark matter that, combined, comprise 95% of the universe. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Meteor M23 now in orbit and transmitting weather images. Meteor M satellites are Russian-owned weather imaging satellites that are in polar orbit. They transmit images to Earth in the LRPT format at 137 MHz, making them almost as easy to receive as the older NOAA APT satellites. Unfortunately, all prior Meteor-M satellites have suffered an early ending or partial ending to their mission from technical faults or micrometeorite collisions. However, on June 27th, the latest Meteor-M23 satellite was successfully launched on a Soyuz 2 and has been reported to be already transmitting LRPT images to Earth. To receive images from the Meteor M23 satellite, you'll need an appropriate 137 MHz satellite antenna, such as a V-dipole, turnstile or QFH. An RTL SDR or any similar SDR can be used as the receiver. These days, the easiest software to use to receive Meteor M23 is probably SatDump, whose Windows and Android binary releases can be downloaded from the GitHub releases page. Linux users can follow the build guide in the SatDump README. The SatDump GUI is said to run well on an Orange Pi 5 for a good portable solution. Worldwide Special Interest Group, Sciota, Islands on the Air. Timo, AH1NOA, will be active from Hiuma Island, Estonia, IOTA EU034, as ES1NOA-0 from this weekend, UTC, July 9 to 12. He'll activate some ESO-ESFF references on 80 through to 10 metres, CW and SSB, and hopes to activate the base camp on FT8, a rare locator square, KO18, possibly in the evening of the 9th. ES1NOA operates also from the mainland, ESFF, on July the 12th. Closer to home... The Intrepid DX Group is pleased to announce that all plans to activate H40WA Solomon Islands Tomotu Province are going well. Operational dates will be from October 26th, completing operations on November the 9th. Eight operators will make the 15-day activation of this entity. Tomotu Province ranks number 45 on Clublog's Most Wanted DXCC list. Next up, it's Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Young Timers, Yota, Youngsters on the Air. How young can we go? Let's find out, as Alec joins us with The Lowdown. Thanks, Cole. 
The Czech Radio Club, in cooperation with the IARU Region 1 Youth Working Group, is organizing the KOTA sub-regional camp at the Castle Tranov from September 15th to 17th. Tranov is a municipality and village of only some 500 inhabitants and is some 136 kilometers southwest of Prague. This camp will provide a fantastic opportunity for young radio enthusiasts between the ages of 10, 15, and to come together and participate in thrilling programs and activity. During the camp, participants will have the chance to engage in various interactive sessions, workshops, and hands-on demonstrations. The program is designed to offer valuable insights into the world of amateur radio, fostering a spirit of exploration and learning. For particularly our European listeners and readers, this program will be conducted primarily in the Czech language, and due to the young age group, they kindly request that you consider this factor when recommending participation. This event is intended to be an extension of the existing Yoda initiative. Since the event includes a new target audience, the 2023 event is intended to serve as a pilot project to further discuss the concept at the upcoming IARU Region 1 General Conference in Serbia in November. Meanwhile, it will be treated as a Yoda sub-regional event in terms of monetary support and program. Now back to Cole, VK3GTV. Thanks, Alec. And that wraps up Special Interest Group News for this week. I'm Cole. VK3GTV. And I'm Graham VK4BB, and that also wraps up the entire WIA national news for another week. Until next week, walk softly. From Australia, this has been the Wireless Institute of Australia with the weekly news service. This broadcast is in text, audio and video, and is accessed on wia.org.au.